Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with nutritional therapy practitioner Isabella Thor. Practicing functional nutritional therapy, she shows her clients the root cause of what's holding them back so they can go back to doing what they love with those they love. She works with two main types of clients. First, with women's painful periods and PMS, and second, couples with fertility challenges. Often these problems go hand in hand. The solution all lies in the basic health foundations. There are eight foundations brought together in his Isabella's functional approach, each pivotal in meeting the body's needs and relieving its burdens. Everything she teaches is hard-earned insights from a decade of study, experimentation, and education. Originally from Iceland, she's now in Canada, and she opens up about all of it. Enjoy this interview. Hey, hey, Jay, how's it going? I'm, it's wonderful. How are you today? So good. You know why? Because it started snowing, and I'm in Canada, and I oh, just, good. I love snow. Excellent. That's, <laughs> That's good. Right. Yeah, and it's, it's that, beautiful. Oh, yeah, so that's great. Well, mm. it's great to meet you. You've got a fascinating story. And I want to begin our conversation sure. with something that we all globally went through, which was the pandemic. The last three mm. and a half years, how did you get through it? And how did it change you? The pandemic, I think what comes to mind first is that I actually was kind of country jumping a lot during the pandemic. So I got to see very different responses based on each government I was in. So I was in the Netherlands. And if you don't know about the Netherlands, then they were kind of like the poster child of being the most free yeah. <laughs> when it came to the COVID, yeah. uh, in Europe at least. And then I jumped over to Germany and they were they were fascinating. They were very much like they hold you tightly and then they let you go. And I yeah. repeat that a lot month to month so that was really interesting and then at the end of it i was able to get into canada and they were the strictest of all of them um so i think it gave me it gave me like a triple and quadruple perspective compared to just the two big stories that were out there which was uh, vaccines are terrible or <laughs> like you have to get vaccines no matter what don't even think about it so i got like the triple quadruple perspective and I I think it helped me appreciate um just helped me appreciate a lot how difficult it is to run a country in a worldwide pandemic and um helped me also to identify what kind of country I would like to live in myself yeah which is uh by the way not exactly Canada right, <laughs> right. I appreciated Germany but um Honestly, at the end of the day, the Netherlands was also rather reasonable. Um, so, yeah, not Canada, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's a great perspective. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're a nutritional therapist, and I'm curious if we boiled this down to something that for yeah. for for everyone to understand, I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third grade students. It's career day. <laughs> and one of the yeah. kids looks up curiously and says, what do you do for a living? How would you answer that child? I, I don't know if you could believe me, but I've actually done this. They okay. were in fourth grade. So yeah, good, <laughs> and good. I think it worked. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was it was quite simple because um every little every every little one has a mom in their life. So many have siblings. So something I said to them was like, uh, you know how your mom um like periodically she just once in a while has lots of pain. She gets frustrated, maybe a lot of very moody with you for no particular reason. Well, I just help them fix that so they feel much better mood and much better energy. Um, 
Yeah, they were really happy when I said that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure they were. So what did you want to be in the third or fourth grade? What was your dream to grow up and become? Ooh, probably Pocahontas. Okay. Can we go with that? Oh, yeah, certainly (laughs) we can. Honestly, um, nothing really stood out to me for the longest time until, um, like, until, like, the first few classes in university where you, where I got to see like some serious subjects like philosophy and physics and like the study of a quantum physics in particular like that stuff really really caught my imagination and my heart but before that as a child it was just you know live a good be a good person and do yeah. good things yeah. and be connected to the world i think that was like the dream um but of course yeah. at the end of the day if you have to earn money uh, the first thing I wanted to do was like be in a physics lab yeah. and like study the tiniest parts of the world and see what it has to say about the biggest parts of the world. Like that would be, that was the dream. <laughs> yeah. So how did we get to this point? Tell me where you were born and raised mm. and how these seeds of, of being conscious about nutrition and, and, and therapeutically helping people, how did all of this become who you are today? Mm, yeah. So it does confuse uh, a lot of people when I tell them about my uh, educational history in particular, because it's very uh, science heavy, like, and not at all interested in nutrition. And that was the truth for me. So I wasn't interested in anything nutritionalized for most of my life because I had health. Um, there wasn't anything missing and um, until I went to university. So that's when I really started to notice things weren't as right. I wasn't the same person, um, which is a huge thing that happens if you're malnourished over a long time. And uh, depression hits and you don't know it's not you. It's actually lack of basic nutrients just to keep your hormones um, settled and normal. so that's when it all started for me um, in in university. Before that, zero interest in nutrition. And then after that, I um, got super sick. I was going to go to, I started grad school in Iceland, and um, which is where I'm from, which is also okay. part of my history. Um, and uh, about a few months after, I became seriously um, depressed. It was verging on contemplating and figuring out how to commit suicide, which is, you really know you got to reach for help at that point. But of course, I didn't reach for help at that point. I <laughs> I just dropped out of graduate school and I just um, started to research very, very seriously on what I could do and learn as much as I can. And then I think five years after that or so, I I had recovered enough so that I could um, enter this professionally, get a professional certification, and become a nutritional therapy practitioner for others and help them through the same things, especially depression, especially things like mood and period disorders that are not normal. Um, yeah, that's how I got here. Yeah. It's kind of all convoluted, but... Um, we, I don't think I would have it in the other way, you know, you yeah. don't want to help people with the pain that you went through. Cause you would never wish that on anyone else. Yeah. And you know, it's when you know, it's preventable, man, 
Yeah. It hits you. It really hits you. I, I get it. You just, you just can't not do it. Yeah, for sure. So who's been a hero for you, an inspiration for you in your life? Hmm. Um, my, I think my parents definitely, um, they, they are professionals. Um, so I mean, even though they're professionals, so my dad is a doctor, my mom's a nurse, even though they took those conventional, uh, safe career paths, um, you don't have to think much. You just show up to work. It's a decent salary and all that. And you get decent respect and all of that. But even though they had that, um, they always, they just always um, brought their visions and dreams into reality. As in like, they tried to run businesses that often didn't work <laughs> or like something completely unrelated to their profession. I remember like they, um, they had a carrot farm for a while <laughs> wow. when I was a kid in Iceland or they ran a hotel as well. Um, you know the volcano that erupted um, in Iceland? Yeah. About five-ish or more years ago. Um, it was a big deal. And we lived like right in front of that volcano. And they ran a hotel just before the eruption at that point. And yeah, I guess it's it's really helped me having parents like that that have such an has such an open vision and the willingness to do something that's not conventional and will not necessarily gain you uh, automatic respect at all. Because, yeah, if you pursue something, it will fail, like the carrot business, the hotel, and other things. And then they moved to Canada, which for any family is a big deal, um, just picking up your roots like that, cutting them off kind of in a big way. Just to see the world and experience a different part of the world. Um, so we went from Iceland over to BC. And I think a big part of uh, them doing that as my parents has just kept me open and willing to experience things that aren't conventional and that are more risky and won't necessarily make people like you. <laughs> But it will make you so much more happy um, yeah. at the end of the day. I think those are, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now that's inspirational, who would you love to meet and talk to? Hmm. I think uh, who's alive right now, right? Yeah. Hmm. I think first person that comes to mind is... Probably Dave Asprey. Okay. Um, have you heard of Dave Asprey? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the first people that um, taught me that uh, our biology is in our own hands. And that's a pretty great place to start if you're trying to recover from anything. Yeah. You have a lot of um, impact on your genetics as well, which is just something everybody should say to each other every day because <laughs> yeah. um, your destiny is absolutely not 100% predetermined. So um, what's been the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh, this is easy. Uh, not that I follow it very well, <laughs> but it's uh, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Right? 
Yeah, 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 I do. So let me ask you this. The trick is to follow it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the trick. And always. not rush, you know, yeah. never rush. Yeah, yeah. It's just, a, it's a trap. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What is your motivation every day to wake up and to help people therapeutically mm -hmm. get to a better place? What is that? And and what makes you who you are? What is that motivation? Getting out of bed every day. What? Let's see. This topic, I, I just talk about this topic a lot, so a lot comes to mind, but um, I think the most important thing I'd like to say for myself is that what gets you out of bed should just be your natural instinct to live. That's That's biologically what it should be. Your will to live is hormonal. It comes from a hormonal balance. And if you wake up in the morning and you're just dead, <laughs> you know, that's a sign. It's not you. You don't even have to have a grand vision that you, yet you jump out of bed for in the morning. But um, just wanting to get out of bed, bed is a excellent sign of health. Just because life itself is somehow inherently worth living deeply biological level i think that's what I'd, i want to say first and that is a big part of what gets me out of it because i want to help other people realize that that their will to live is as natural as just naturally wanting to get out you don't need anything extra you don't need to save the world in the morning or think that you uh let's see what is it the big one for example that i can think of is um someone who was pretty influential in the health field, like one of their big purposes is like uh, making chronic disease optional. That's a, that's an amazing purpose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I'm saying you don't need that. And I think that's what I'd really say is driving me as well. Just life itself is enough. And um, when I was depressed, that was absolutely absent and um i wish i had known this 10 years ago <laughs> and i guess that's the other part that really drives me and man 10 years wasted not knowing that is is a big deal so what what's been one of your favorite success stories as as a, as a coach and helping people mm, one of my favorites was uh there there was this uh older uh, client that I had just recently and she's she uh, usually I work with people with menstrual cramps and period disorders but I took this client on even though that was she had different kinds of problems she's like past menopause and everything and she was having heart problems and these these are the kind of things that most of us don't talk about but when we get older there's multiple kinds of heart disease um your heart can stop your heart can also grow bigger until you just it can't handle pumping your blood anymore and anyway she was having episodes uh for years where like once twice a day every other day uh often every day she would just get really tired and need to sleep and um lie down for like at least an hour and just recently we've been managing to get her on zero of those 
episode uh, for episodes after only working together for like three months and we've only been doing the most basic health foundational things nothing fancy blood sugar regulation basic diet and mineral balance like it this stuff is not complicated um and the the standard care system makes it look complicated mostly because the prescriptions have such fancy sounding names but from having this for years to being free of it now for almost two weeks to a month is just i'm so proud of her that she's made it that far that's wonderful so of all the Mm -hmm. things that you've done so far in your life what are you the Mm -hmm. proudest of um is this professionally or uh it can be a venn diagram it could be a mixture of things yeah okay there's a i think it's a that is the right way to put it because it is a kind of a mixture um i think one of the things i'm most proud of is um reaching for help um for myself when i needed it um and finding out the answers even though i did it the hard way and i didn't find someone to help me <laughs> but from that i um i found i found a group of people that um needed help that i had no idea needed help so let me expand on that maybe um the kind of things i'm dealing with right now the kinds of clients i help are people that often don't know they're dealing with something unusual and here's what i'm saying that people don't know period pain is not normal that alone is incredibly revolutionary to say to anybody man or woman and um i think i'm really proud of finding out that that's that's true and helping other people get there it's a new place um it's a we we're just having a lot more women in medical care now so of course these new possibilities are opening up but even for myself i didn't know this was normal until only a few years ago and so i think i'm really proud of being able to say something like this that will really change the game for so many people well for so many women in particular yeah so mm-hmm. everyone out there has a perception of you family friends clients but you're the one that's running the show what's your perception of you who do you think you are mm. I think I'm <laughs> I think uh it's often surprising for people to to realize that uh although I am in functional nutritional therapy and I work a lot on the physical body um I a significant part of what I do with people is mental it's is thought based and um because you're brain is a part of your physical being of course and so your thoughts also have an influence on the expression of your health every day why because it can produce stress or it can cause calm in your body so 
I think a lot of people don't realize that I'm also, I really help people manage their thoughts because that manages their stress. So, um, and uh, yeah, so it's a little bit of a life coach as well as a functional nutritionist. I think that's how I see myself too. And people are always surprised at that little part. <laughs> it's not you just know, physical. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm. you know, Iceland is a fascinating spot on the planet. What was the best mm. thing about living in Iceland? Oh, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> now that, of course, I live in Canada, I'm uh, I'm all starry-eyed, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, for sure, I think... Well, what I what I really miss the most is um, just the fresh air. Um, no, wider perspective, like clean and fresh. It's everything feels crisper and just refreshing. Like, for example, whenever I get off the plane, the air is amazing and it continues to be amazing. It's so fresh and clean and the water so I think the overall umbrella is I can expand from here a lot, but like the water is amazing. Yeah. Um, like I almost wouldn't need people to filter their water at all. That's very big comparison compared to here in North America. And yeah. it's so sad. It's so sad what we have here with our water systems, but in Iceland, damn, it's amazing. And, and also our heat is free. <laughs> yeah. Because we rate, we use heat uh, for heat. We radiate it um, from hot water, and the hot water is free. And yeah. Wow! <laughs> which leads us to being a little spoiled. And you'll often see places where, like, the heat is on, like full on, and then the windows open. Like, it's just, it's yeah. a little bad. But like, um, and the last thing I'd say is that you feel a lot more supported in that society, um, especially if you're at all interested in having a family and growing old like those unless you're like young and you can handle everything um by yourself being any other way is is good if you're in iceland you should be there like you you both get time off work paid when you have a kid uh for example daycare is completely paid for like completely all school is also paid for including university i mean you're only paying for just the you're only paying for books and administration fees which are nothing uh well books are not nothing but <laughs> yeah right it is basically nothing yeah um and so yeah i can go on a lot yeah i think people from who are not from there would say um the nature and like the northern lights yeah but it's it's if they stayed there longer they would absolutely appreciate like the long-term benefits as well of staying there yeah. that are absolutely very likely not present in their own country yeah which i mean i'm guessing your listeners are many of them are from the u.s and yeah. north america in general right and yeah. it's just the fact we there it's just the structure is not there yeah it's not there i saw a special rain wilson from the office dwight he's on this yeah. he has a series called the pursuit of happiness and he's right He's a little depressed, so he's trying mm -hmm. to figure out who's the happiest in the world. And he started out in Iceland, 
and it was magnanimous. Oh. Everything you explained was that yeah. everybody was happy. There was so right. many things. Like one of my favorite bands of all time is Sigur Rós. I've always liked Bjork too. Nice. Oh yeah, you I like love Bjork. Yes, Sigur Rós is delightful. There's so many things <laughs> that have come out of there, and I have a, what my best friend and the godfather of my son went up yeah. there last year and saw the Northern Ooh. Lights and went through it was just like it's unreal. So, um, oh, so yeah, I, I'm glad right. that. I got a, a perspective from a native. So, Isabella, if anyone Thanks. wants to reach out to you, hire you, learn more about you, anything about your world, where can they go? Absolutely. It's real easy. My I do everything through my website and my online practice is there. The website is isabellathor.com and I see people one-on-one. -on -one. Other than that, uh, there's lots of free resources. There's blogs, there's email lists. You can read them and get started feeling better today absolutely and the other thing that i absolutely have to recommend is that you just sign up for my free consultation it's 90 minutes you get a free comprehensive health assessment and we'll figure out what you should do next and my strategy is to get you taking action so you feel better and that's it whether you work with me or not it's free okay go for it wonderful i love it isabella thank you so much for your time Best of luck with everything. Thanks, Joe. Have a great one. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Yeah.